It's an incredible Rolex 24 this afternoon that wrapped up, and we've got one of the drivers, actually the driver who grabbed the checkered flag, Felipe Albuquerque, joining us here in the Freak Nation in the number 10 Konica Minolta Acura. Uh, you were holding off uh, Rieger Vanders, Andy, and you were talking about being able to see his eyes in your rearview mirror. I know that's bullcrap, <laughs> but come on, man. Uh, what? How can you drive? Okay, almost. How can you drive? That car, knowing that guy has a faster car than you, and he's got some food to eat to get past you, how do you hold that guy off? I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. I just I was it was was very uh, exhausting mentally the, the race because you know when I was you know giving the reference points to break and do the the corners and stuff, and the other one was on my mirrors. Um, the Cadillacs, they were a bit stronger than us on pace, so we had the advantage of the fuel, so we could refuel faster. Uh, we would gain a little bit there, but they were always coming, so it was very, yeah, exhausting mentally to, to be driving like that, so knowing that they are always coming for you. And um, when I was showing him coming over, he was like, oh my gosh, okay, come on, come on. And <laughs> I was always praying for good traffic to not get um, VTs in the in the bus stop in Daytona, but I was getting them all, so it caught me pretty quick. It was like 16 laps to go, <laughs> and then was just okay. I know, I know, I know Renga very well since 2003. We raced in go karts, we raced in formulas in DTM, and now we are racing here together. So he's an amazing driver, and I knew that uh, at the first mistake I would do, it was it would be ready, and uh, I just tried to not give him that. The pace, you know? <laughs> wow. Freak Nation, Felipe Albuquerque won the Rolex 24 at Daytona this afternoon with Ricky Taylor, Alexander Rossi, and Elio Castroneves. Historic win, third in a row for Wayne Taylor Racing. But the win came in the last eight minutes of a 24-hour race when the man chasing him down had a flat tire. Felipe, what went through your mind? Who was in your ear, in fact? Who was in your ear to let you know that Vandersandy had a tire blow and the race was yours? So basically, we have the spotters, but um, but because I'm always looking to the mirrors to see where he was, <laughs> I could see the smoke going on. So and 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 straight away, well, basically my strategy was, okay, I go on, I will take care of my tires and, and my car. And I could see him all over the place, like uh, cutting the chicane and, and, and going all over. And I, I knew he was pushing hard. So I was expecting a little bit some drop off on his performance, which was getting a little bit some drop. You know, he was not being as quick as he as he caught me. Uh, and he was dropping a little bit. But I was not expecting for a blown, a blown tire, for sure. And uh, But I was looking, actually, when he, when he had the smoke. So, and then my second reaction was, wow, if he has a smoke and it will be tires deteriorating into the track, it will be yellow flag, and maybe the other guys will catch me. That was my first thought. <laughs> but then he pitted. I'm like, okay, maybe we are good. But then I stepped away to the radio. Uh, well, they said, well, there is a failure, tire failure for the zero one. And like, okay, but let's keep the focus because we only win when we get the checkered flag. So I kept very focused because it was still six laps to go to not, you know, um, do a mistake or, you know, there was more guys chasing. <laughs> do you do you thrive? Do you enjoy having somebody constantly on you like Renger Vanderzandy was today? 
Or do you like just running away with the win and having nobody behind you and just kind of cruising to a win? Yeah, I mean, it's it's mixed feelings. So basically, we want to win the biggest race. We want to win the, the toughest one because there is more credit on those. Um, I'm going to be telling you the truth. I didn't enjoy much looking into the mirrors and see the guy bigger and bigger on my mirrors. <laughs> and sometimes I felt like, he was sitting in the back seat, you know, on my car. <laughs> he, just, uh, he was glued there, right? The guy. And um, I did enjoy it because I like to be in control, right? So I don't like to be the guy chasing and I know that the other guy is, you know, in panic or something. And this time it wasn't me. I was, I was the mouse being kept by the cat, you know? And I don't like that. But um, in the end, when I pulled it off, like, yeah, I'm the man, obviously. But I think it's like the moment I'm Because it's too much of a deal going on there to win the Daytona, spending 24 hours, the preparation, and then to lose it in the last three minutes, it's tough. You heard it, guys. You heard it straight from his mouth. He just said, I'm the man, baby, taking the checkered flag at Daytona. <laughs> that is just so amazing. You are the man, but the team is also the collective man because what this team went through in the offseason, well, you guys as drivers couldn't even test because of the team trying to put this brand new car together for you all. Can you describe how communication yeah. went and how this entire offseason went for you guys? Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, uh, we, the drivers, it's a bit unfair in this job that it's like, uh, what everyone is involved. Like, I mean, we are just the, the faces of the, of the glory, but behind the scenes, uh, the team owner, the effort that he goes on to put the project together, uh, the mechanics that they work like, like multiple hours, like without barely sleeping, going to sleep at one and arriving at the site day after at five o'clock in the morning that's hard for them and they got the cars two months ago and they had no time because it was a complete new car uh to prepare take it completely apart and then we had like almost two races because it was the qualifying race which was the weekend before hmm. and this one so they had to prepare two cars almost with no time with you know going on with the christmas time and so they had to be there working, staying a little bit away from the family. So it's hard. And so it goes, the word goes down to Wayne Taylor team, Wayne Taylor Racing. They did an amazing job because without knowing it, the car, they prepare a car ready for a 24 hours that didn't fail anything. And this car, the Acura never won it before. So Kipensky was with this car before and they tried it three times and they always had problems. And these guys, they were just brilliant. I mean, Two months with a car, prepare it, go and win it. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. No, it really is. It's an incredible story how this was all put together. Who was who was more excited in Victory Lane? Was it you or your co-drivers, Wayne Taylor himself, or the Acura peeps? I think it was everyone. I think, <laughs> I think it, again, like we 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 win together, we lose together, right? But is it exactly everyone sweated a lot to to to. To have this project together, right? Uh, the drivers work out hard. We work out hard during the race. The mechanics as well to prepare a car. The team owner, the sponsors to be part of this project to do a push, uh, especially in the COVID time where things are unstable. Uh, Acura that did a big switch from team. They decided to change team and uh, and then you know team owner as well was hiring. They they hired me. I knew in the, in the team. So it's it's so many things together. So when you cross the finish line and you win, it, it's just like 
wow, unbelievable, and the relief going on, and it comes to your mind, all the effort, all the, the work that you had in the past two months, it's crazy, and, and it obviously it rewards completely, but you could never expect to go there and win a third away. Felipe Albuquerque was in the Wayne Taylor racing car that won the Rolex 24 at Daytona this afternoon. Four guys in a car, all veteran drivers, a lot of driving styles in that car. How'd they all differ? Yeah, we, we, yeah, we have, we have similar. Um, for example, this car has a lot of settings to, because of the turbo kicking in, and we could try to easy off on the tires. And uh, I'm a guy that don't like so much traction control. <laughs> I go more on my foot and we, we are a bit different there. But once we get in the car, we go straight into putting the settings like we want and, and, and we go from there. But, uh, overall, we, we were all on the same page on, on commenting the car. It's here. It's like this. It's like, you know, different here or the wind. For example, the wind was a big thing going on this week, uh, this weekend that we had, uh, tailwind, if I'm not mistaken, a tailwind into the bus stop, which made the car super unstable and under theory. Uh, it was very hard. And, and, you know, we will help each other. So Ricky was telling, oh, do this way. Did it better? I found a way to do it the bus stop uh, in this way. Yeah, it's better. And I started to do it. I'm like, okay, thanks. But thanks, thanks he made. And while I was driving, so <laughs> it was those good tips that he picked and it helped me as well. Felipe Albuquerque, part of the Wayne Taylor racing team that won this race three times in a row. It's only happened once before with Chip Ganassi racing. If it's only happened once before, it must be tough to do. Is it possible to underestimate how difficult it is to win the Rolex 24? I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of easy when you look to the results to, to, to underestimate it. But, uh, but no, I mean, you can have a great car, you can have great drivers, but one thing that is sure in, in sport, nothing is guaranteed. And uh, you only win when you cross the finish line. The car can break down. Look at Renger, unfortunately, he, he got a puncture with four minutes to go, so he didn't even finish, you know, not even on the podium. And and things can, can change anytime. So to keep the focus, to, to put everything together, yes, putting a good team, a good car, drivers, Engineers, that will give you probability of success, but does never guarantee you the hundred percent. But that's the beauty about it, right? You never know what you're going to get, <laughs> and sometimes you are unlucky, right? So to go all, through almost twenty-four hours without problems, and you go down to the last minute and you finish apart, three seconds apart, it's just crazy. So it is a very special moment that we are all leaving, uh, especially for Wayne, that he won three times in a row, and now with a different manufacturer. So he's kind of now feeling that he's the king of Daytona because, uh, yeah, he he, he, he did it. But again, in sport, in racing, in in motorsport, we say you are as good as your last race, right? So the next race, you need to you need to OS. You need to you need to go fast. Otherwise, everyone's uh, hungry. Like Renga and Damaski and the, the other Cadillacs, they are crazy competitors in the next race, which is a big one again, which is 12 hours of evening. I never won that one, so I wish I could win <laughs> one day. Uh, and, and we come more the ones that we lost and what we win sometimes, which is kind of silly. But uh, the idea is that, so uh, we need to get to tomorrow prove that we are the best ones in the business 
and work hard. So we need to keep going. Felipe Albuquerque, you told us that you're having dinner tonight with your other teammates. Who's going to get blitzed the most? Exactly. You know what? I'm a bit afraid to miss my flight tomorrow. <laughs> it's only at three. But I'm a bit afraid if I start going, it's again, like race car drivers, we don't do things in half. We go flat out or you don't go. At least me. Uh, so I'm a bit afraid of that before I go in. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Who's picking up the tab? Is it Wayne? Is he there with you? No, he's not here, but I will send him the tab for sure. <laughs> I will say now and then I'll put in it on his on his mail. Uh, there you <laughs> Felipe, go. Nice. Felipe Albuquerque along with Ricky Taylor, Elio Castro Neves, Alexander Rossi, your twenty twenty one Rolex twenty four hour champions. That's Felipe Albuquerque joining us here in the Freak Nation. Felipe, thank you for doing this, buddy. Go enjoy yourself. Thanks very much, guys. It's always a pleasure to talk with you and I hope we talk soon again. Like uh, talking about Sebring. That sounds good to me. (laughs) See you, buddy. Exactly. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. You got it.